The views and opinions expressed by guests on the Hide and Seek podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or positions of the host or contributors. Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Would you like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community? Would you like to share your thoughts with other listeners? Join us in the Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. You can find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. This podcast deals with mature topics that may not be suitable for all listeners. Material heard on the Hide and Seek Podcast is intended for adult listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Game Pass. Sweet dreams are made of this. 24-hour news aides Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is. I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty fucked they're pretty freaking gruesome. I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages, the messages between me and Brittany. I have all of them. I have everything. I told him, I said, I'll kill all them motherfuckers. And I was going to have my people fucking take care of it. I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says. Because this little town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. To me, some days I don't believe anything happened to her. I think she's just left. This is Hide and Seek, Season 3. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys, last week we heard from Don Hill. I know his interview was difficult to decipher, but there are reasons behind making the decision to play the actual interviews from many of those involved. Don doesn't deny that there was illegal activity happening at his house. Partying, narcotics, and counterfeit money making. I address rumors with Don, most of which he says never happened. 
He tells me the basement was used as a game room after his friend Bobby Big Bills was busted for making counterfeit money and moved out. When I question him about Brittany, he tells me he never met her. He doesn't recognize her from the picture he was shown by Casper, Wyoming police. He doesn't recall retrieving a water bottle from the rubbish, and he says he never went off the grid. In fact, he says he's still in Casper, and he is willing to take a polygraph exam. We're really hoping law enforcement steps up and makes that happen. Back in episode 16, we introduced you to Valerie. When Jessica and I were at Valerie's house, she shared with us that Ashley had provided screenshots of Brittany's Walmart money card account statement. Let's revisit that interview. I was told, and I've already confirmed with Jessica, that uh, no one in my, from, from my record, or who I've spoken with, no one has actually seen Brittany's bank account statements to see if there's any transactions or movement. Or uh, Ashley has, because that's who gave them to me. So you have bank account statements? I have, um, uh, yes, I sure do. I have uh, screenshots of them, yes. And does it show the date? Have you seen, have you looked at it to yep. see what, was there any activity after yes. the 30th? Yes. Oh, yeah, there's two. Marathon gas station, it was used as a debit. On the 5th of December. Okay. That I need to find right now. So okay, I... And then if you go on through... That's how we find um, Also, you go on through, there is a Netflix account that was yep. started. Now, you have to have a credit card to start Netflix, correct? Debit card, son. I have a okay. debit card to cling to mine. So they used, the, they used her debit card, but this was months after... It, it might have even been a year after. I've got I've got a screenshot of it. Um, I'm looking at what you had sent me. It's it's definitely in one of those. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I can read her page. You know, one thing that Val and I we did really 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 well together is saving all this. I, I everything I got I, I sent to her everything and everything she got she sent to me that way we. Up until Ashley kind of got up until Ashley got here, mm-hmm. but um, but that's what that. everybody does with me is they they'll save this they'll save this they'll... and I try. I so December twenty, uh, I have the money card email of them saying from Walmart. We hope you enjoy your Walmart money card. Please click the link below for your annual policy uh, okay, privacy right policy notice. Brittany's inbox, zero right, new messages, purchase notifications. Purchase notifications. So on December 15th, purchase notification from Brittany's inbox. Mm-hmm. And how did you now get... That's Walmart. That's a Walmart card. Right. No. I think if it... What one's that? This is the money card I just read. This is the annual privacy policy. Notice that the okay. email there. Well, so swipe, swipe again. And it was used as a debit, not a credit. So they had to know her pen. Correct? Okay, so how do uh, do we get this? Um, I got that from Ashley. Problem with this is you can't do anything with this, and here's why. 
There's no name. There's no oh, account I got, number. I, I got one with her name on it. I sure do. And the account number. So on the 30th, or on the 2nd, the $20 gas transaction at Marathon Petro. Where's that at? Right, um, right when you're going outside of town. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know where the Big Admiral's at? No. Village Manor. Okay. Nor Village Manor's yes. at. It's right beside Village Manor. You might have to download it. Wait. Village. support it. Wasn't Ashley staying at Village Manor? Yeah, Bingo, that's where she lived. Name? That's the one across the street from the from the from the party store thing, the, the Edmore gas station stuff. Yes. They also um, Brittany Beers. Last place that anybody, they sent her. Has anybody contacted Marathon? Yeah. Who? Gas station. I have not. No, but that's a great. That's a, that's a good idea. So shoot, missing the thirtieth was it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I kind of, what day was that? was the second, right? Or the... No, second. Yep. I thought it was the fifth, my bad. So... That was the second. Is that Sunday, right? Yeah, uh, December 2nd, 2018. Yeah, it would, it would never, it would never... I'm just, I'm trying to think about if a gas station, when they post the, the transaction, sometimes it pens maybe for a day or like, or maybe like a day. Has anybody ever asked Marathon? Has anybody ever contacted no, the ATM? No, the police were not cooperative about that at but, all. Have you, okay. And every time you call for something like that, if, when you got a police report, when yeah. I've called, you have, they're like, they're, they say, well, you got to contact the police. Police says, yeah, the police have to do it. Right, 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 so, right, right. Because I did that with McDonald's. I pulled that video footage. You have more transactions that you can. I don't. Okay, think this I, money card yeah, is yeah. a green yeah. dot card, actually. Yeah. It says right. Right there, it's a green dot. Okay. I have like that 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 purchase. Can you send me that real quick? Yep. Just so I have it on my phone right away. The which the one? Receipt showing the that Village Manor or the uh, or Yeah. Okay. And then um, I know I have it somewhere. Um, it goes along with that one that you're wanting. During our discussion that day. Valerie pointed out that a transaction was made at a Marathon gas station. The account ledger appeared to indicate that this purchase was made on December 2nd, 2018. She believed that the person who used Brittany's card knew her PIN number because the transaction showed as a debit. To be clear, there were a total of four Marathon gas stations in Sturgis at the time in 2018. Valerie and Jessica tell me they believe it's the gas station next to Village Manor Apartments where Ashley Marie was living. Valerie scrolls through the screenshots of the account ledger that Ashley shared with her. As she's scrolling through, I see a number of transactions taking place, but my focus is on the December 2nd purchase of gas for $20. There's a lot to figure out regarding this transaction. My initial thought was that if this was someone else using Britney's debit card, I'm a bit perplexed. It would be like walking around with a flashing arrow over your head. You know she's missing, and now you'll need to explain why you have a debit card belonging to a missing person whose wallet and cell phone are also missing. So what if the purchase wasn't made on December 2nd, but rather posted to Britney's account on December 2nd. 
I'll explain. Let's think back to my conversation with Sheldon. He tells me that Brittany called him on November 30th, shortly after leaving his place to do laundry, complaining that there wasn't much gas in the car. No, she's not messaging you. You were trying to text her, trying to figure out where she was at? Yeah, I was trying to text her and call her. There was one time where she had called me. It wasn't, but maybe 20 minutes after she had left to ask why the fuck didn't I have any gas in the car. <laughs> to ask what? And why there was no gas in the car. So she takes the car, and it was probably about 20 minutes till after she leaves. She calls you, and she's pissed off, saying there's no gas in the car? Yeah. Do you remember how she put gas in the car? Did she have money? Yeah, she had money. Could this transaction be a gas transaction from the day she disappeared? And it just doesn't hard post to Brittany's account until December 2nd? I want clarity. I asked Sarah to do some research on how gas transactions post when the purchase is done with a debit card, like the Walmart money card Brittany used. When a consumer uses a debit card to purchase gas, there's an authorization hold placed on the card. An authorization hold is the practice of authorizing electronic transactions of a specified amount usually more than the expected transaction amount. This amount is held until the transaction clears. For example, a gas station may place a $50 hold when authorizing the card, even if the consumer only intends to purchase $20 worth of gas. The $50 hold will remain in place until the transaction clears, usually 48 to 72 hours. In these transactions, gas stations determine the amount of the hold, and card issuers determine its length. They place holds to ensure full payments of the gas purchase because they don't know at the beginning of the transaction how much gas will actually be purchased. Brittany had a Walmart money card, and we know she purchased gas using this card. This card is similar to a traditional bank-issued debit card. Holders of the money card can use it like a bank account to make purchases, to pay bills, and to receive direct deposit from an employer or the government. We know Brittany chose direct deposit to her Walmart money card each pay period. Though money card can be used to make purchases from any merchant who accepts Visa or MasterCard debit cards. It can also be placed in your mobile wallet when you're setting up your Walmart money card for Walmart Pay, Google Pay, or Samsung Pay. A money card does not offer a line of credit like a traditional credit card, so the money you have available to spend is limited to the amount of money you've deposited on the card. According to Walmart Money Card Customer Service, A typical hold in 2018 for the purchase of gas was 48 hours.
We feel it's safe to assume that it was Brittany who made this purchase. Sheldon says when he picked up the car from the impound, there was at least enough gas in the car to drive from the impound lot to Indiana where his aunt lived. If Sheldon's gas was low when leaving the tow yard, he would have stopped to get gas, but he doesn't. If we take into account where Brittany and the mystery man go off the road, along with the direction that they're headed in, I can safely say that after looking at the area, there wouldn't be another gas station in this direction for several miles. Another reason we believe Brittany got gas at the marathon station I mentioned earlier. Brittany's ex-boyfriend, Cage, was released from prison shortly after I left Michigan in 2022. He contacted me once he was released. In our first free roll conversation, I tell Cage that I had visited Valerie at her home and confronted her about being in possession of Brittany's debit card and phone. When on the topic, Cage corrects me about the Marathon gas station. He tells me, I'm looking at the wrong Marathon gas station. He says, it's the one over by Walmart. This comes up in conversation during one of our many interviews. You know how they said that Brittany went to the Marathon gas station, right? I'm the one that told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I initially thought that the one that Pocket got picked up at was the gas station that she went to for the the, uh, the transaction that shows the twenty dollar gas Marathon gas station transaction. Right. No, that's that's the shit that I heard. I told you when yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kimmy got the card from Val. Some you know whatever and yeah. got gas from the gas station. That's that's the other impression that I was under. That she got that card from Val. That's the same one I'm talking about. So that's that's all Ashley has is 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 either I'm fucking Jessica. I guess she all has she- nothing. There's nothing. Well, like she doesn't. There's nothing. She has jack shit. She's got everybody under the motherfucking impression that she does, and then she's worth so damn much, and this, that, and the other. And honestly, I think it's because she's just trying to pull attention away from herself, or I, she. I think your home. I think your home girl. Stay out of jail, free card. I go back to the screenshots Ashley took when accessing Britney's Walmart transactions. The receipt shows Marathon Petro, one one eight one zero nine. I'm trying to figure out how to identify which one of the four Marathon gas stations Brittany would have visited and got gas. I type in my search bar, marathonbrand.com. It's their home site. I test my luck there. At the very top of their homepage is a blue button that reads, find a station. I click and type Sturgis, Michigan. I get results. I narrowed down my search by specifically looking for the ending numbers 118109. Just, I need to narrow it down to the Sturgis area. I don't need north or even south. I just need to stay in the Sturgis area. So we got the four. Some of these have different entities, so they're not owned by the same individual. And what I've discovered is that there are some changes to the name of the entity that that is running that gas station let's go back to the records in 2018 
got him. Marathon Petro, 118109. Address, 27010, Fawn River Road, Sturgis, Michigan. At some point after leaving Sheldon's, Brittany stops to get gas at a Marathon gas station just down the road from Walmart. At this juncture, the time Brittany arrives and leaves the gas station was still an unknown. As I'm trying my best to try to figure this out, I go back to the files Ashley shared with me. I already felt like I was spinning my wheels on this. But then, as I'm attempting to look at the files, I see she's removed a lot of information she allowed me access to previously. I know what this is about. She felt I wasn't on her side. I use that term loosely because for the most of us, and that includes everyone listening, there is only one side, the side of Brittany Wallace. You remember her, right, Ashley? Your best friend? See, if you don't subscribe to everything Ashley is selling, the wild theories, the tales of conjecture, the half-baked stories, and the fables where Ashley is the star or the damsel in distress who needs to be rescued, she quickly slaps the Jessica side label on you like a factory rapidly churning out toys for Christmas. What Ashley doesn't seem to understand is that simply because one doesn't agree with her doesn't mean that one automatically agrees with Jessica. Round here, we're Team Brittany. Speaking of Jessica, there was a lot of information Ashley originally shared with me via Google Drive. Early on, I told Ashley I was more than willing to investigate Jessica along with everyone else, including her. Ashley agreed. Get the record straight? That um, needs to happen here. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you, like I'll tell everybody else, I got no, I'm not, I have no dog in the fight. I don't care. I don't care about the, what she said, he said. So I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to Jessica. I'm going to talk to all parties involved where I know there's going to be some people who are like, you know, a very upset and angry, which that's your guys's experience in life with thus far with how the case has gone with Jess, maybe bringing your name up. I'm going to look at all of that and I'm going to ask you direct questions. I'm going to ask her direct questions. Again, I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. My sole purpose is here is focusing on Britt. I've been playing your role. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say this right now 
and I'm gonna repeat it again because I, I want you to really understand my motives, motives and why I do this. I'm not here to side with you. I'm not here to side with Jessica. I'm not here to side with Christina or whoever. Like honestly, if somebody thinks I'm gonna come in here and take sides or pick sides or mediate or count, like, yeah, I, I could be a friend if you wanna vent, let, let it off your chest. Jessica, whatever she says to me, I'm gonna say the same thing to her as I'm saying to you. Like, I get you need to vent, I get it's frustrating, I get you guys are living with this, you guys walk in this, you guys, this is your friend. What I will not I just do, hope you're open minded enough to accept the whole mother involvement thing. So I just need to know that you have the ability to take your mind there. She wouldn't be the first mother. I'm definitely open to wherever their answers are. I don't care where I gotta go. Like, I, that, I, I yeah. just don't care. And, and I'm never gonna shy away from asking those hard questions. I don't care if I have to go to the killer's house to ask the questions, is what I'm trying to say. That's not always fun. This is the first easy. time I, I think this might happen. I think she might finally get stressed. I take it very seriously. But I was worried you were gonna be another John, honestly. Like, I was so mad when I saw you getting tagged and stuff. Like, oh, here we go again. Same thing with Jess, and same thing with anybody else who's in this web. I'm also gonna be real with people and say, hey, but, but you're looking at it from this angle, How, you, but you're not looking at it from this perspective. We're spinning our wheels here with this nonsense. Let's fucking get past it and let's move forward to the next thing. Get over it. I'm sorry to say it, but we gotta get over it. You might get some shit done. That's the goal. I'm coming in here to, to flip over every stone. I don't feel I'm doing my job unless I'm flipping over every stone. So I'm gonna say this right now. And please don't take offense to it, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Look at me as a suspect. Everyone needs to be a suspect. I've never been bothered by that. I'm looking at everybody. You so have to. If that upsets somebody, why? That part right there, it has never bothered me. And it never will, because I know. I know everything I've done for her and with her. It'll never bother me. As long as it's that way with everyone. And you see what you need to see. Yeah. She said everyone needed to be looked into. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be doing Brittany justice. It wasn't long after my visit back in August of 2021 that Ashley chose to revoke my access to the Google Drive. Like I said previously, it appears this move was based on her disappointment that I wasn't just going to resign to going with the mom that killed her daughter theory without doing a fair amount of investigating into everyone. And there was a lot of information in that Google Drive that Ashley shared. But like I've mentioned before, deciphering it was another story. 99% of the files Ashley chose to leave open access to pertain to Jessica her Facebook download, Google takeout, emails, and more. Convenient that she'd leave access open to those files and nothing else. 
but I have to say, I'm sure glad she did that. In the summer of 2021, Ashley forwarded me the same screenshot that she also forwarded to Valerie. Ashley writes, December 2nd, Britt's Walmart card was used for gas. Ashley shared a picture of a receipt in her Google Drive. I saved this picture prior to Ashley revoking access. The receipt pictured is torn on the bottom, but still attached. Wrinkled, like it was stuck in someone's pocket or shoved into a wallet. The ink still appears visible without fading. At the top of the receipt, Welcome to Sturgis Petroleum, Sturgis, Michigan, 118109-27010 Fawn River Road. Further down, the receipt says, Pre-authorized receipt, total amount, $20. In the center of the receipt, $20 transaction. Bottom of the receipt, dealer number 118109. The date, November 30th, 2018. Timestamp, 1811 hours. It's 6.11 p.m. The same amount that we see in Britney's Walmart money card ledger. Unfortunately, we can't rely solely on purchases being similar or the same. While we think that it's safe to assume that this is Britney's receipt, we're also not ignorant to the idea of there being countless $20 transactions every day at that station. We're close, but we want more. We want confirmation unequivocally that this receipt belongs to Britney. I continue to examine the receipt to look for any clues that could link this receipt to Britney's Walmart money card. The card type shows MasterCard and an account number ending in 4234. When I read card type MasterCard, I'm thrown off initially because this is a Walmart money card, also known as a green dot card. After further research, we found that green dot partners with MasterCard debit services to create accessibility for their customers. There's one more piece to this puzzle that we need to discuss. After accessing Britney's Walmart money card account, she takes another screenshot. This time, what the screenshot shows may just be the confirmation we're looking for. The email received on November 30th, 2018 says, you spent $20 at Marathon Metro 118109. The numbers that identify the same Marathon gas station in Sturgis, Michigan. This information also matches the receipt. Guys, in my opinion, this is evidence. I believe beyond a reasonable doubt that the receipt Ashley took a picture of is Brittany's receipt. Remember, Brittany's phone and purse have never been found. This receipt was found by Ashley. Since you're responding to questions on different platforms, I'll submit my question too. Why do you have Britney's receipt? No more bullshit, Ashley. You keep referring to yourself as the star of this show. So do something worthy of that title and tell us how and when you came into possession of the receipt. 
If Brittany left Sheldon's between 5 and 5.30, she must have made a stop somewhere between leaving Sheldon's and 6.11 p.m. when she gets gas. After getting gas, we believed Brittany drives to Grandma's to do laundry. More than likely, Mystery Man is with Brittany at this time. The travel time distance to Grandma's from the Marathon gas station is approximately 11 minutes. Take into consideration the time it takes to pump gas and pay, Brittany arrives to Grandma's at approximately 6.30. We're going to turn our attention to the information we learned in the case file. Here's what we know. Law enforcement visited several gas stations in the area, including the gas station where Brittany got gas. We know Brittany went inside the store to make her purchase. We know law enforcement spoke with the manager of the store. And we know security cameras were running and recording on November 30th, 2018 at 6.11 p.m. Very recently, new information has surfaced. I'm going to share a recent post made by Ashley. I'm not saying it was done intentionally. I'm not saying it wasn't. The only things I know for 100% fact are A, someone was in her accounts before me. B, Jessica had sent out pictures of Brit's passwords to multiple people asking them to get in six months before I gained access. C, anytime I gained access to any of Brit's Gmails or Facebook accounts, first thing I did before fucking with anything was to initiate a download of the data so that there was a preserved copy exactly as it was the moment I logged in. So anything I did, intentional or otherwise, could be identified and separated from anything she did within the account. D, in Britt's email that she had set up as the master account, more or less as far as being used for password recoveries, there is an email from Facebook confirming a deletion request. This is so important and proves what I've been saying all along. I told James this didn't make sense. I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I thought he was going to help me figure it out not turn into a petty-ass little bitch and try to use it against me. Anyway, this is irrefutable proof someone was in her account. To receive an email from Facebook about the impending deletion of your account means you were logged into your account and went through every necessary click to get to the deletion screen. It's not something you can get to without being logged in, period. That being said, on the copy of the download in the administrative section that contains the login, logout info, there should have been something recorded for that January 2019 login, but there isn't. Not only that, but shortly following that is an email informing that law enforcement has requested access to her Facebook and, without protest from her within 10 days, they would have to let them in. That's all in January 2019. I didn't gain access until July 9th, three days after figuring out how to recover her Outlook account, which was the email to that Facebook. This is another incident that should have shown up on that download but didn't. 
There's nothing between her logout in November and my login in July. Facebook doesn't accidentally send login notifications or account deletion emails, complete with IP addresses and all. I mean, there is so much to this shit, it's ridiculous. And instead of trying to understand it and then task himself with trying to explain it in a way the masses could receive it, it was way easier to twist it back onto me and use it in the whole painting me as the villain thing. But I'm not going to invest that much time and effort into people who don't really care and just want to blame someone for something at this point. And I'm just the easiest target. I have absolutely no problem taking the time to explain it to anyone who is interested in actually understanding either. I've never withheld information. Ceasing communication with someone who breaks trust and withholding information cannot in any way be considered one and the same. Ashley, you claim that someone was in Brittany's account prior to you. You say you downloaded the Facebook data immediately upon accessing her account. This means that now it's up to you to prove that someone else was in the account prior to you. The Facebook data download you completed should say this. For example, we see when Brittany activates and deactivates her own account a couple of times shortly after setting it up. Facebook recorded that event. and it shows up in the data download you supplied. According to you, there should be a January 2019 login recorded in the data download. But as you said, there isn't. I'd like to see the email detailing the request to delete the account. You have 60,000 pages of the documents, right? More than law enforcement, you said. That email must be one of them. I'm sure you still have it. Again, you claim to have all the proof that would clear your name. So let's see it. You said you didn't gain access to Brittany's BB God's Plan Facebook account until July 9th. Ashley, you know this isn't true. Since you elected yourself gatekeeper of Brittany's information, you have a responsibility now to your friend, to provide accurate information on her behalf. You and I both know you logged into Britney's Facebook on the 8th after the password was changed twice on the 7th. Accurate details matter, Ashley. I'm curious why you think the login in January of 2019 doesn't appear on the data download you completed. Do you believe Facebook is withholding that particular piece of information over all the other information for some reason? Why would Facebook withhold that login info when it shows the prior logins when Brittany deactivates and reactivates her account? So let me ask you again, why do you think it's not there? Like you said, Facebook doesn't accidentally send deactivation or deletion emails. Similarly, I have strong reservations that they didn't accidentally leave out information in a data download. Ashley, I'm not doing this to point the finger at the wrong person. You may not consider this. 
But the amount of pain, disrespect, and suffering Brittany's family and friends have already been through is enough. To intentionally point the finger at the wrong person would be flat out reckless and wrong. I look in the direction the facts take me. Doing this means I have to rely on more than just my own knowledge and research when it comes to Britney's Facebook. It means finding and utilizing an IT professional who works with IP addresses for a living. We agreed on that, remember? I agree as far as finding someone that knows what the fuck they're looking at. It means finding and utilizing an IT professional who works with IP addresses for a living. You say I broke your trust, huh? You chose not to share the conversation history between you and Brittany with me. You say you've shared it with others, but not me. So who's the one who really broke the trust? While we're at it, can anyone provide me with Brittany and Ashley's full conversation history? Not just a couple of screenshots, the whole conversation history. Anyone. Matter of fact, I'll send $100 to the first person who could provide the original untouched conversation history. That includes you, Ashley. And hey, fuck it. While I'm sharing the millions Ashley thinks I'm making, I'll double down and offer another 100 to the first person who can send me a picture of Ashley and her best friend Brittany together. No Photoshop. I've seen enough of that shit with Chuck's Cadillac video. In a separate post made by Ashley, she writes, I have proof and have had it that Jessica was in her accounts immediately following her disappearance. I don't see telling the truth as vilifying. I've held it all in thought for so fucking long because I want to be 100% about something and able to back it before allowing public to take it and run. However, I do have my limits. And the fact that none of these motherfuckers stepped up to help ward off the barrage of accusations and defend me, and the fact that I was in fact telling the truth? Well, what's the fucking point of keeping it all in anymore? I'm clearly not getting anywhere on my own with the info. They're not trying to help. So be it. I can prove that Jessica was in Britt's Facebook account, and I can prove Eric was in her Samsung account both of which appear to have been accessed from Britt's device. I noticed Eric's present in Britt's Samsung account years ago, but was able to rationalize it away. But that's only because I was just beginning to learn the ins and outs of Android, OS, Google, and Samsung, as well as how they operate with each other to collect and store data. I recently took another look at what I had found before, and with what I know now, I'm confident in saying that Eric either A, has the phone Britt was using at the time of her disappearance, or B, had the SIM card from that phone, which then granted him access to her accounts via recovery options with phone number. All righty. Well, there are some very telling statements made here. Ashley, you have the opportunity to be the friend you've always claimed to be. Time for the rubber to meet the road. You say you have proof that Jessica was in Brittany's accounts 
immediately after Brittany's disappearance. But the Facebook download you provided to me does not show that. So why not provide the real copy and let me get to work? When I look at Brittany's login history, Brittany logs into her account on November 29th, 2018 at 10.23 p.m. The next login after that is July 8th, 2018. Again, show me when Jessica logs in. I would be happy to have an IT professional comb through it. I don't see any other logins between the time Brittany went missing and when you accessed her account in July of 2019. There are no logins with information deferring from the digital footprint your phone leaves in Brittany's account on July 9th when you complete the download of her Facebook account. The best way to move forward and find answers is to have facts. Show me yours. Not another screenshot of Jessica asking someone to help her log into her daughter's accounts. Yeah, I've seen her message to Brandon asking him for help getting into Britt's account. Provide digital proof from Facebook. When I'm in Brittany's account activity, I see an updated session on November 30th at 3.43 a.m. When speaking with Sheldon, we heard him recount Brittany, Thor, and himself being up very late the night of November 29th to the 30th. He says the trio were all using narcotics and hardly slept. The next time we see account activity, it takes place on July 7th, 2019, the same day Ashley requested a password change twice. The next day, she logs in. Again, to be very clear, we're operating off of information Ashley provided. At this point, Ashley, it would only take a few things for this all to end. For your knowledge and or involvement to be totally cleared up. Why not start to provide those things that would clear you? You say you have all of it. Since you believe so strongly that Jessica had a hand in this, you can start with the smoking gun that proves that. You said you noticed Eric's presence inside Britney's Samsung account years ago. What do you mean by this? And if this is the case, why didn't you share that with me? If you have proof of this, show it. Some kind of fact-based evidence, not an opinion. You said Eric used Britney's phone to access her account. The phone that's never been found. You said Eric used Britney's phone to access her account. If this is all true, then why are you not pursuing Eric S? Ashley, her phone has never been found, and now you claim that you have proof Eric accessed Britney's account with it. How is that not the biggest red flag in your own investigation? If you have proof of your Facebook conversation history, let's see it. You have access to her TextNow account. Let's see who she spoke to. This is your friend. Your hate towards Jessica is evident. But that's still Greg Wallace's daughter. And he, like everyone else who loves Brittany, needs to know the truth. Because it's looking like a game of control for you, Ashley. It's looking like it's more important for the star of the show to hang on to that self-appointed title. It's looking like it's more important than clearing up all the bullshit. 
Seems like it's more important than bringing Brittany home. More dangerous than illusions of grandeur or delusions of control. Illusions happen when you are fooled by your vision, but delusions happen when you become a fool of yourself because of your beliefs. So here's my call to action. If you think my investigation isn't thorough, how about the three of us jump on a call? You, me, and Eric. Ashley, let's talk about his presence inside Britney's Samsung account and the proof you have showing he has Britney's phones and SIM card from the night she went missing. The phone you claim Jessica turned into law enforcement after she wiped it. There's a set of screenshots of blocked numbers. Those are from Britt's phone. Those are um, numbers Britt blocked. But how do you know that those screenshots are coming from Britney's phone? Which, by the way, in case you didn't catch that, screenshots of Britt's phone. It was wiped when the cops got it. They still have it. Britt's phone? I thought we never yeah. found Britt's phone. Right. The phone that was never found? Yeah, that one. Jessica took it until when she found it on the back floorboard of the car. Or the other car, depending on which message you read. And just so you know, I have the evidence log. Why? Why do you have Brittany's receipt from the night she went missing? Why was it in your car? Why didn't you take it to law enforcement and turn it in? It was important enough to take a picture of it. Where's the receipt today? Did you preserve it like Brittany's Facebook account? Because that receipt would be useful today. I have a strong feeling Mystery Man's DNA could be on that receipt. So again, I'll ask, what did you do with Brittany's receipt and why was it in your car? Eric, Ashley's doing you no favors. As she stated earlier, the fact that none of these motherfuckers stepped up to help ward off the barrage of accusations and defend me and the fact that I was, in fact, telling the truth. Well... What's the fucking point of keeping it all in anymore? I'm clearly not getting anywhere on my own with this info. They're not trying to help, so be it. I saw it, Eric. I saw it on the cop cam. Ashley's already confirmed that was Brittany's phone. And I caught the rise of concern when the officer tells you and JJ that Ashley's getting booked. Well... She's going to get booked and get a ticket for disorder as long as she doesn't go off the rails up there, too. Oh, she's going to go off the rails. Um, I'm trying not to take her to jail on it, or no, honestly. Just before JJ says, oh, she's going to go off the rails, I heard it. Just let her out. I'm trying to just cut her ticket up there and let her loose. But just tell her that. Where's her phone at? Do you know what happened to that? No. It was in her hand. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Corey, do you know where her phone went? Okay. Uh, where's her phone? 
you ask a second time. Not about her well-being or advocating for the officer to let her go, like JJ. You're immediately concerned of where Ashley's phone's at. Why? What was on her phone that had you quickly get up looking for it? Ashley said it herself. She has proof you have Brittany's phone and SIM card. Let's get to the bottom of this. The invitation's on the table. I'll be waiting. Oh, and Eric, I talked to Rabbit. We need to talk. The Hide and Seek podcast is hosted, directed, edited, and produced by James Basinger. Written, edited, and produced by Sarah Joe. Engineered, mixed, and mastered by Nudon's Audio Engineering. Director of Photography is Ethan Schatz. Our graphic design is created by Jordan Robinson.